Chapter 21 With Borrowed Plans There's a streak of ooze on the bark of Cam's tree where the creature brushed past. He feels the trunk shudder slightly, the branches droop just a little, and he hears a quiet sizzling noise from the forest below. Cam slips down the tree, still keeping the tree's trunk between him and the distant organ pile. Now, which way? The fresh path has cut Cam off from the old one, and he doesn't want to walk across the ooze. It sounds like it's baking the ground beneath it. If I follow this one... Cam thinks, nodding at the new line of ooze. At least I know I'm going the exact opposite direction of whatever that thing was. But I do want to take a look at that hill, or building, whatever that shadow is. Making up his mind, Cam tosses his backpack to the other side of the fresh path. He plans his jump, figuring out the exact spot to aim for and what he'll grab upon landing. An overly long wind-up ensues, during which Cam swings his arms back and forth, trying to simulate the feeling of leaping. In the end, it's an easy jump. No reason not to be extra careful with this stuff, though. Cam retrieves his backpack. And now, I head toward the shadow, which is clearly a building. Because he can see it now, the smallest part of it at least. Leaping over the ooze put him at just the right angle for his eyes to lance through the forest to a piece of wooden wall, Odysseus shooting an arrow through the axe heads. A couple minutes of stumbling through the forest brings Cam to the building, a decaying structure built right on top of the forest's tree line. Peeking around its left edge, Cam can see the end of the forest just yards away. Beyond, there's a sprawling meadow, the grass of which is short, as if it had been planted recently. Or trimmed recently, Cam thinks, his skin prickling. To Cam's right, in the middle of the building's back wall, a door is wide open, and a trail of ooze and dead vegetation leads from it. Cam draws a map in his head. I've been assuming that the path leads from the river to here, but now that I know the hounds didn't make the path, it's possible that it's flipped. The path leads from here to the river. The undead horse thing came from this building jumped into the river, and then returned ashore from somewhere deep in the forest. It eventually headed back toward the meadow, scaring the shit out of me in the process. It's an erratic, unnerving crisscross, and it makes Cam worry that where the horse decides to go next is just a matter of probability. Last he saw, it was heading toward the meadow, but for all he knows, it could have done an about-face and be on its way here now. Hmm. Stay out here or take cover inside? From Cam's current angle, the doorway to the building is a thin sliver through which Cam can only see darkness and some hay on the floor. A barn, maybe. Not safe, given that the horse came from there. Damn it. Cam's surroundings begin closing in on him. There seems to be danger everywhere, no path without resistance. In front, there's a barn that at one point contained monsters, and that could contain them still. Beyond it, there's nothing but grass with zero cover. Behind, there's the forest. Which is pointless, Cam thinks. I can't see much until it's basically right in front of me, and there may be nothing to see in there anyway. How big can forests get? Hundreds, thousands of miles across? Even if Cam could ford the river or follow it safely, there's no guarantee that he'd find anyone who could help him. In the middle of this pincer is the phantom that gnawed off Cam's thumb, which could be anything, anywhere. Of all the new feelings Cam has had in the past hour, or however long it's been, there's one that hits him the hardest, 
not even having a theory as to what's going on. Miracles, or whatever you call the bad version of miracles, have been coming in such rapid succession that Cam hasn't had time to process any of them. First there was the blackout, the unexplained wound. Then the organs shaped like a horse, leaving a deadly contrail that as far as Cam can tell must have exceeded the mass of the horse by now. Unless it started out bigger than it is now. But what animal cropped us the ground with fluids like that? And how could it be doing it so quickly? Physics and biology bend and twist in Cam's mind, making him wonder, yet again, if this is a dream or a drug trip, a delusion, simulation, or hallucination, maybe a final one, before death. Cam could be comatose in a bed somewhere, trapped on this lonely planet in his mind. Frustrated covers only a fraction of how Cam feels in this crisis of knowledge. Cam wishes he'd taken a better look around from where he first woke up, perhaps climbed a tree to gaze over the slopes of the meadow beyond the river. The barn should be the obvious choice for place to investigate, but the ooze leading from it makes Cam wary. He's tempted to retreat into the forest, maybe sit in a tree for a few hours and watch the barn, waiting to see if anyone comes near. Lost in thought, Cam doesn't sense the approach of death until it's mere paces away. Then the wet shuffle of gooey legs fades into focus, close enough now to be distinguishable from the ambient sounds of the woods. Cam leans out from behind the barn and sees them, sickly gray-brown forms lurching toward him along the barn's left wall. Four of them. The closest one spits a glob of ooze at Cam's head. He sees it explode against a nearby tree as he jerks back into cover. Fuck! Veins and muscles blazing with energy, Cam hurls himself away from the barn, weaving through trees and undergrowth back the way he came. Any plants that catch on him are destroyed, torn from their stems by the ferocity of Cam's movements. If he were still aware of the backpack, he'd have thrown it to the ground by now, as its previous owner had done. Cam reaches the path he'd jumped earlier, and he clears it at full speed. Seconds later, he almost runs into the river, hooking an arm around a tree at the last moment. He looks down at the water, heart in his throat, only now remembering the octopus hounds. Wavering, unable to think straight, he glances behind him to see the four monsters still in pursuit, the forest dying in their wake. They'll be on him in less than a minute. A couple dozen paces up the river, a small wooden rowboat sits abandoned, tied to shore. Cam runs to it and dives in, hearing blobs of ooze catapulting into trees behind him. He puts his knife to the rope to begin sawing through, then he sees that it's tied around a stump, not a tree. Pulling the whole loop off takes only a second, and Cam shoves away from shore with his garden hoe, just as the first ooze monster emerges from the trees.